1: Good evening, welcome to South Coast Tonight, I'm Marcus Farrow, 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program, we'll also take your messages on the WBSM app, Um, so, uh, looking at some of the app chat messages, um, let's see, um... Not a criticism of the sheriff. It was an issue he's working to address, but wondering how the decision was made where inmates are housed and how it's made. I, I think that's an interesting conversation, you know, about like how inmates are, are housed and all of that in the process of, of doing that. I mean, one of the reasons why Ash Street exists as it does, and they're not able to just move everybody over from Ash Street to Dartmouth is right now that there are um, inmates that require single cell accommodations. Either for specific reasons, you know, um, maybe there's some issues that may be gang related or, you know, something with that person's particular predicament or, or maybe a condition that they have that requires them to have a single cell housing. And so maybe it's mental health, whatever. And so they can't just drop, they don't have the capacity at the Dartmouth House of Correction to pick those guys up and drop them in the Dartmouth jail, um, without making that accommodation. What Sheriff Harrow is saying is that they discovered by, you know, these, those two, those two specific units, um, I think that were where the disturbance took place. Um, they, uh, they can, uh, basically sort of retrofit them to have, locks and toilets so that they're single cell accommodations um, so that those 96 inmates can move from a Street to the Dartmouth house of correction and he's talked about the advantages of that obviously there's the there's the um, um, the fact that a Street I mean the the fact that a Street you know obviously costs uh, more money, you know, there's a few people using like relatively a few people using a massive space and the costs, you know, like the cost of heating and maintenance and all that, that 138 year old building, uh, hundred and yeah, 130 something year old building. It's an old building. It's, the, it's arguably the oldest I think it actually is the oldest operating jail in the country. Um, It might be one of those things like where New Bedford is the oldest, uh, like New Bedford has claim to the oldest operating elevator in the country at City Hall. I don't know if you've ever been to City Hall. You go into New Bedford City Hall, there's that that old elevator that has an operator and all that. It's pretty cool. Honestly, it's pretty cool. But um, they say that they've got the oldest operating elevator. But I think like, there's a building in San Francisco that makes that claim, too. So I don't know if there's another situation which Ash Street is like they say they're the oldest operating jail, but there's some other jail somewhere in America that says they are. But I'm pretty sure it's Ash Street. Ash Street was the, the original jail. That Ash Street was built on was originally the original jail was there when John Quincy Adams was president. Uh, and which is like early to mid 1800s and the Ash Street Jail as it stands today was built in 1888. I don't Was it Grover Cleveland that was president then? I think it was, I think that was Grover Cleveland's second term. Because I think it was McKinley. Well, a second non-consecutive term, right? Because it was Grover Cleveland, um, Benjamin Harrison, McKinley. I mean, uh, then Grover Cleveland again, right? And then I think McKinley. um, And then McKinley got shot. And that's when Teddy Roosevelt became president. I think he became president in 1901. So... Not that that really matters or it's relevant to the conversation. That's just me sort of going on about the Street Jail. But anyway, wants to relocate the Street Jail. He thinks it's going to bring in pro, you know, it'll be easier for programming, bringing in officers and all of that. That's his, you know, that's, that's, that's his rationale behind it. That's his rationale behind retrofitting the locks and all that there. So there are inmates that do require single cell accommodations. We know that that's why Ash Street exists in the first place. That's why it still exists in the first place. Um, but he thinks that. He he believes that moving them, it, he can create that single cell accommodation in Dartmouth and move them over, and it'll be a lot easier for the operations of the jail and it'll be a lot more beneficial to the mission that he's trying to do uh, over there. So 508-996-0500, good evening. Hello.
2: Hey, Marcus. Hey, what's up? How much? How you
1: doing? Good. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Um, So, I don't know. It just seems to me like he he just let them riot.
1: Well, what do you mean by that?
2: Well, there's been this weird movement in the country where there's like this stand-down policy because we've been seeing riots across the country and it has been policy for people to say, like, stand down, don't do anything. So it's just really confusing to me when I see another situation where it's just like, oh, we didn't hurt anybody, so everything's
1: cool now. Well, what should they have done instead? They, they didn't really stand down, right? I mean, they, they gathered, like, you know. They didn't, they didn't do anything. Well,
2: and that's what they're all like giving each other high fives well, because what should, they, didn't, they didn't do anything.
1: Well, they were able to end I think the the rationale is they're able to end the situation without anybody getting hurt, but I guess what could they have yeah, but, what what could they have done instead?
2: Well, I have the same question with riots across the country, right? Like when you watch people burning buildings down and you you ask yourself the same question. It's like, well, what should they have done, so I'm just confused on because I don't want violence like i'm i don't i ob- obvi- i really don't want them to go in there and just like sick dogs on people and stuff right like, that's not what I'm thinking in my head, but alternatively, I'm like, well, do you just like let them do it and then give then you give each other high fives like yeah we did it boys and then two hundred thousand dollars later it's like all right awesome
1: well i think it's one of these things that you know stuff like that is sort of par for the course in prison sometimes inmates especially i guess you know what the sheriff said is some of those inmates were charged with some particularly serious crimes and um, may have had a proclivity to do stuff like this. Sometimes this stuff happens. And if you can get out of the situation with only property damage without inmate or officer safety being jeopardized, you know, more generally, uh, or people being hurt, that's probably the best case scenario. All
2: right. So let's say they were aggressive and like went in. Like, what kind of hurt are we talking about?
1: Well, like, I mean, uh, I mean, he, like he said, there's I, – I think, you know, I think it's fair to say that, you know, an inmate can be – inmates can be very resourceful, right, given – especially when it comes to making uh, some type of wet weapon, right? And so if they wanted to go in there and be combative, right, there were yeah. – There was a lot of debris and, you know, probably some, there was a lot of debris and things that could be used or could be fashioned into some type of weaponry.
2: It it, it just sounds like, it's not like they were going to go up in there and like, shoot
1: all the inmates down. Well, that's the point. But that's the point. So what are they going to, they're going to go in and they're going to what, like melee them? You know, they're going to get into this like combat. They're going to, they're going, are they going to, if they're not not going in with guns, right, they're not going to go in and shoot them, right? right, You don't want to, there's a hundred, you know, especially you've got 70 people in there. 20 of them are the ones that are being disruptive. All of them, all of those 20, you know, while they're engaging in behavior that is obviously wrong at the moment, haven't been convicted of the thing that they're being charged with either so are we going to go in there and and shoot them all to death like you can't do no, that. no either. no 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 <laughs>
2: no that that's kind of where what i'm curious about like if if they did go in like what would the dog what would the dogs do it's not like they would like shred them to pieces they're trained they're trained that's what the that's what the dogs are for they're they're they're, they're to go in there and, like, scare the bleep out of you. And and that's the whole point of having scare tactics to go in. And it's not like, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe I'm cynical and I just don't care if somebody got hurt in that situation because they're in there for a reason. They're destroying property. And I just kind ca- of me myself, I just kind of don't care if somebody got hurt. right, but the sh- to, the
1: sheriff does it. it's like it's like literally his job to to care, right you know he he has to his his job is the the custody the custody and the custody a, control of the inmates, right the care and custody and control gonna, of the inmates
2: And they're going to take advantage of that because they know that he's not going to do anything
1: be, be that as it be that as it may. I mean, I don't know if they're going to take advantage of it. Um, they, again, they,
2: they just did. They yeah, but did they take advantage? Did.
1: Of, did they take advantage of Tom Hodgson and Sheriff Nelson? These things have happened we, before.
2: No, because Tom like sicked dogs on him. Yeah, but there was no.
1: but there was a violent incident that happened under Hodgson as uh, H- Hodgson as well. There was uh, in, in in 2001. There was also something that happened under under Sheriff Nelson in '93. There was also the incident at, at the Ice Detention said, Center. But, the, those. As, it's not like these things aren't uncommon. It's not like they said, "Oh, this right, guy's real soft, we so we're gonna have, we're gonna you know be jerks."
2: As you said, we don't have video of the 2001 incident.
1: No, I mean you can you can go I, I mean I don't you, we don't somebody might have watched it at some point. We do know that there was a million in damage. There was, you know, some pretty serious stuff that happened. They a, said it
2: A million? Yeah, a million? over a
1: million. Oh Yeah, there's an article in Jack by Jack Splane uh back when he was at the Standard Times um that you can find. Uh said it was over a million dollars in um in damage. Uh, it was it was yeah, I think Yeesh. it was in two thousand one, two thousand two the article was written. Yikes. Yeah. Hey, listen, man, I appreciate your call. I got another call on the line, so we, we got to get to it. But thank you. Thanks, Marcus. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Now what, was,
3: now, what was the total cost of the damage plus all the manpower for this
1: deal? That was a good question. I probably should have asked, but I can follow up and, and figure that out.
3: Yeah. So that was the reason I just kind of uh, listening to you guys on the last one, but the the reason I was uh, that I was calling was uh, I kind of lost my
1: train of thought just now. But <laughs> no problem. Do you, do you want to call back if you if you if you pick it up or Yeah, let me call you right back. Yeah, yeah, give me a call back. Appreciate it. Thank you. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, Marcus, what's going on? Hey, what's up, John? How you doing?
0: I'm all right. So I was listening to Barry's show uh, this afternoon and um I, I, I liked I liked one what one of the callers said, you know and I figured I'd kinda reiterate it sure in your program and um he, he pretty much said that uh you get you, you really you kinda lose trust in Horo um when it comes to hmm broadcasting what's going on inside the jail you know what i mean why is that yeah, especially he made it he made it sound so relaxed and you know and i li- i i was on a cruise last week so i didn't really get to hear all, all that was going what was going on but i did listen to the podcast on your show yeah for friday night and i heard the, the hour that he was on and he made it sound you know hey i'm oh yeah i'm just going to the you know i'm going out to dinner and you know and uh, everything's fine every you know it, this and that he kind of broke it down you know uh
1: yeah i i mean I, just, I, I, I i don't know if he called in and he was you know all like uh short of breath and panicky about it i i don't i don't think that would project a good image i think there's no responsibility get, to project get, it calmly
0: yeah you want to you want to be cool calm, and collective in that situation especially mm-hmm. when you're speaking to the public but at the same time, it's like you know we're taxpayers, and we we should we should be entitled to know exactly what happened inside that jail. He, After seeing the pictures and the images, well, and, he released
1: it. But the thing is, is he released those pictures in the in in the in, in service of being transparent, right? right I mean, right, he, he which, wanted to do that. So I, I don't. Absolutely. He didn't, and he no, didn't. No, no, he no. didn't have to do that.
0: I'm not saying that he. That I'm not saying anything about that. What I'm saying is is. The way that he portrayed the riot, okay, and yes, it, it, it is a riot. It's not a disturbance. It's not a, a a peaceful protest. That was a riot, a flat-blown riot. Okay, and Sheriff Hodgson even said the same thing on. Um, well, I think, was, I
1: think Sheriff Hodgson's, you know, in a position I, no, to, I think you know, I, I think, <laughs> you know, I
0: don't know, Marcus, because. You know, I, I think it's all water under the bridge. I don't think uh, it's really you, that. You
1: know what? You're right, because they, they've been more or less amicable. But uh, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was, a, yeah. it was a
0: peaceful transition. You know what I mean? It was a smooth transition. I don't think. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, I, 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 as, I'm as i a Sheriff Hodgson supporter. I, I voted for him. You know what I mean? But at the same on the same token, it's like, you know, I think he was ready to go. You know what I mean? I, I think he did his time. He did his 20 what 25 years or something mm-hmm. or whatever it was. It, it was, it was, you know, and then the people have spoken. So, yeah, okay. He 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 put in his service, and you know, the people wanted to see it if if something else would change. But it's four months into his term now, and he's already got a full blown, you know, full blown two house
1: uh, uh, riot. I, I mean, again, if this is something that happened under the share the other sheriff, I mean, it. I mean, a couple of years into his tenure, either way, but. Um, yeah. If this is the same thing that happened to him and happened under the previous sheriff, it doesn't seem like it's fair to say, oh, my God, he's already shown to be a total failure. You know, I, I don't think that's no, fair. And,
0: you know, and you know what, though? It's not his fault that the riot occurred. Right. Okay. Obviously, it's the people that are inside that jail. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call them criminals because they're still awaiting trial. Some of them are still awaiting trial. But yeah. at, at the same time, it, it's not Harrow's fault that the riot occurred. Yeah. It's the it, inmates fault. It's the inmate's fault. Yeah, now correct. the way he handled it, it could you could say that it is it, it is his fault that I dragged out for ten uh, for seven hours. You know what I mean? He could have he could have brought in the dogs a lot sooner than he did.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just think feel like the dog. People think these dogs are like a magic solution to to the to the problem, and um, I, I, I'm not, not cu- entirely sure why.
0: Yeah, but not to cut you off. But if you had a if you had a hundred and fifty nine pound German Shepherd coming up your ass, what would you do?
1: Oh yeah, I'd be you know, I'd be pretty scared. Anybody, but I'm not. I'm also not. I'm also. I'm also not in prison, I mean, me, me, causing a disturbance. Me you so,
0: are pretty, me, me and you are pretty big dudes. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it, I'd if be I had a German Shepherd coming up on me, I'd be scared. You know what? Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. I'm not somebody standing trial for murder. So I, I don't right. like. I don't have the same sort of predispositions that that no, person get, may have.
0: Yeah, I get it. No, <laughs> no. It's, just, it's just, you know, it, certain measures could have been it, it taken a lot differently, I, I, in my opinion. You know what I mean? And I,
1: I understand, John. I, I got full phone line, so I got to let you go, but I appreciate the call. I'll talk to you. Thank you. 508 996 one line open now. Good evening.
3: Hey, Marcus. Hey, take my call back. I had a brain fog when I talked to you a couple of seconds ago. All the good, question I, saw- I was going to ask the question I was going to ask you was earlier in today on WBSM, I heard that um, that Hero called for backup to the other uh, sheriffs, and they were already on the way, kind of like he was in the background and not knowing what even was going on. Did you hear anything about that?
1: I mean, he did ask for the assistance, right? I mean, he, he talked about that just an oh, hour that he ago. Called,
3: that he called and said, hey, I need backup. And they said, yeah, we're already on the way.
1: Oh, interesting. Mm, I don't know.
3: I was, I was on Barry's show earlier today. Who said that? Yeah, Barry's show.
1: I don't know. who. I, I'll have to ask. I, I mean, I, I don't know. He, he, I think maybe they had heard about it and then decided to mobilize. I, I have no idea. You know. That,
3: if they heard about it before he even called it. it that kind if of like that's
1: true, like, we, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I can't corroborate that story. I don't know who it came from. But uh, yeah, it, it might be something where I don't I don't know. Maybe like Steve Souza, his superintendent, reached out to the DOC before he did. Right? They said, "Oh, this is going." Because my understanding is, real, wasn't on, on campus at the time. Um, I think he was elsewhere. So, um, so it could have been someone like, okay, yeah, they've already they're already on the way because Steve Souza called them or whatever. Somebody that are that's higher up in his administration already said, "Hey, we need to get the DOC in, in on this." A bystander than the guy in charge, though. If that happens, though, right? Um, I mean, it's just the initial phone call, right? I don't know. Again, I don't know the the specific details. I don't know how much involvement he had in the in in the. Uh, I mean, I feel like I feel like. He pro you know, he has the people there. I think Sheriff Hodgson had said that when he called into Barrys that day. That oh, there's people there. They're trained. They're trained to respond. And so uh, there were decisions definitely made by Herro not to use the dogs in this particular situation, not to make any, not to send any officers forward. Um, and so I, I wouldn't say that because they'd still need his okay to go forward with with what was happening. Yeah, I
3: th- I think they should have sent the dogs, though. No, I think they're very effective,
1: though. You know. Yeah. No, I understand.
3: And I think these guys are hearing all this talk because they got WBSM. They're listening to this right now. And they're listening to everyone saying, don't send the dogs in. And so they're saying, hey, what do we have to worry about? No one's sending <laughs> any dogs in. No one's going to do anything, you
1: know? Uh, maybe. Got, yeah. You know, it just first- It just, you know, you've you got to worry about escalation that's in, in a situation like that. You don't want uh, any officers or inmates or even dogs to, 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 to be hospitalized, right?
3: Yeah. It's just seven. It's just whatever. Fifteen guys, seventeen guys. It was what, hundred grand in uh, in damage plus whatever it costs. So it's going to be a couple hundred grand in the end for these uh, fifteen some odd knuckleheads. Yeah, I mean, the couple of dogs could have went in there and took care
1: of it real quick. You know. Yeah, that 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 may be true. Hey, listen, I appreciate the call. I got full phone lines. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hello.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm at Marcus. How are you doing? Good. How are you? It's like a, it's like Monday's quarterback in here. Everybody thinks they have <laughs> the idea. We see all on. It's true. They have no idea because they never worked in the jail. Yeah. Um, I've done a little bit of corrections myself down in Florida. Right. And when there is a riot or standoff, you always look for backup. And I think those 17 correction officers, i 70. Yeah. Um. The numbers not quite relate to that, even though they could have the dogs. They could have went in there. Somebody would have got hurt. Yeah. Now, if you go into a fight, unless you're Bruce Lee, you're taking on five against one, that's different. But when the numbers are 17 to 70, I don't like those odds. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a gambler.
1: Yeah. So, right. Yeah.
4: Um, so when I want to go back up, and if you ever look at anybody looks at a, um, a, a SWAT team or anybody that raids a house, do they go in by themselves? No.
2: Right. They
4: might have one or two people in the house. They, they determine the situation. They storm the house with maybe um, a, a SWAT team, okay? Now, is it active shooter? Whatever situation might be. But, yeah, they had weapons. But I bet you keep down... Those correction officers were, like, happy that they had backup to go into that 70-people uh, Yeah, of course. Situation.
1: Yeah, because of course. You, you those wanna... people
4: were... Yeah, they're, they're, they're violent. They're ready to kick some butt. They're ready to hurt somebody. I mean, I even heard things about maybe a hostage situation, maybe if it happened a little longer. Yeah. You know, they would have took some in They would have took correction officers as hostages. Yeah. Now, as a family, any of those correction officers, they... They're probably happy that they got their loved one home, not being hurt because of, of what happened at the jail that they didn't go in. And, I mean, everybody can quarterback a little bit about this can happen, this can not happen. But the thing is, nobody's called for riot. You know, it's, it's, it's about the inmates itself. Yeah. They're the ones that caused the riot or stand down or whatever you want to call it. And they, they don't like change. And if the common denominator was the last riot that happened is because they were getting moved, right? So yeah. this riot again happened because they were getting moved. Right. These guys don't like change. They they wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. They brush their teeth at 6.05. They have breakfast at 6.30.
1: Yeah, they got a routine.
4: So, a, a routine. And nobody's listening to the radio right now at 9.15 or 9.30 at night, especially in jail. They should be lights out you know, but um, so hey. as far as everybody talking about this riot situation, until we get all the facts, nobody can, it's all theory right now. It's all about what Paul Rove says or Chef Hawson says about whatever situation might have happened. Until yeah. we get all the true facts, that's when we can really decide what really happened. And yet, yeah, we could take this riot and learn from it. Of course we can. Let's see what we can do differently next time. So if there things that he missed, that's on him. And then he has to correct it himself the next
1: time. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So they, you know, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Whatever. All right. Uh, I can do one more call. We've got f- oh, one line open. I can do one more call before we get to the break. Good evening.
5: Hey, good evening, Marcus. How's it going? Good, good. Good. Um, you know, I know they're going to do an, uh, an incident analysis or whatever the, um, they, they call it, and, um, you know, they're going to learn from this. But going just in terms of what BSM was covering, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I heard um, the new sheriff talking about um, some videos of like, dogs uh, on the other side of a fence. With inmates was that an old uh, incident? the ice incident Hod- so
1: the, the yeah the ice incident um with Hodgson oh, when the ice yeah, with, with yeah the, so, so was a, there was there was a guy so that, that, is- that his face was pressed up against the fence there was another officer that seemed to walk up to the fence with the dog and put it right up in the guy's face the um, comments that the um,
5: sheriff Harrell made
1: um, that was prior to this
5: incident
1: correct days prior yeah sorry days
5: prior to yeah Days prior yeah so it, I mean, it's kind of uh, odd that the, uh, and Hodgson came on and talked about dogs, and then after this incident, yeah. you know. Yeah, he the, came on, he, he came on, we invited dog, him on to like, talk that about Was That was kind of the, that became kind of the controversy, but, so that, yeah. that's, you know, I don't, I'm not a corrections guy, but I, just to um, talk about how, how bad this can be, and I'm glad nobody was hurt. Um, of course. I just looked this up while I was waiting. So in 1971 in Attica, uh, 33 inmates were killed, 85 were wounded. Wow. Ten correction officers were killed, nine by fellow correction officers, uh, five were wounded. Yikes. And one one state uh, trooper was wounded. Wow. And so you know we can always do. We have to improve how we deal with these situations, and I and I and I'm, so I'm really. I think uh, Haroza, uh, you, you know, an honest guy. He's going to try to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And I and I think and whether they disagree on the use of dogs, I think, uh, you know, we we want to have improvements and reform and uh, you know a safer place. So, but it's not easy. It's a tough job. I my my hats off to both those the sheriffs and the, and the COs at have to deal with that
1: stuff i agree thanks for the call man appreciate it okay marcus bye all right we got some more calls on the line we've got one line open give us a call 508-996-0500 hello let's go back to the phones good evening you're live
6: good evening marcus
1: what's up hey
6: did I hear you say? Did I hear you say that uh, the sheriff might not have been on the uh, premises? Uh, the duration of the day when the riot occurred.
1: No, no, I didn't say the duration of the day. I said the morning. Uh, the, the, some, at at
6: some time during the duration
1: of the day. At the time when it happened, I don't know if he was there. I think he might have been somewhere else because Arthur Hirsch had said, uh, who was a reporter, had said this incident happened sometime in the morning and then shortly thereafter. Hero was on the um was on the on the premises so he could have been, it could have been the case that he was there i don't, I don't know he could have been somewhere else you know sometimes you you have business elsewhere
6: i heard uh somewhere else on the uh, wbsm today that uh somebody's seen videos of uh, inmates planning the riot the night before
1: so harrow said that um he said that uh you know they they're doing the investigation of it now, special investigations doing it, but they they do believe it was planned um the night before because there were people that were normally that slept in they were but they had you know they were up, they had their shoes on, they were ready to go like there was there was i guess some things that they had noticed that made that had indicated to them that that it had been planned.
6: I I would I would find it concerning if there was no, there was knowledge that there was a riot being planned the night before and, the, the whoa, whoa, and that the day that day the well, sheriff no. was not even
1: on the premises. No no no, they didn't know at the time that the riot. Like they didn't like on Thursday night. They didn't say, "Oh, we have reason to believe the riot was being planned." After the investigation, like now that they with a look, now that there's been a look back. They have they have determined based on some things that they saw or that they are coming to the conclusion that it was planned before. They didn't know at the time that this was going to happen. Otherwise, they probably would have had, uh, you know, people, I think, responding to it more immediately if they had suspicion because they, they could, you know, the people that were involved in that, they could they could round them up pretty fairly easily if that were the case. Um, but I they, they what they're saying, what he's saying is they discovered afterwards that it may have been planned before.
6: I think that even if, even if anybody suspected that there was a riot being planned, yeah, they if, didn't, I was a sheriff, but... if I was a sheriff and anybody even suspected there was a riot being planned, I'd have been there all day long. I,
1: I, I, sure. I think that's true. I think that's probably true of, of I think Harrow would have as as well. I just don't think that that was the the case. They didn't know at the time uh, that there was a, a planned riot or planned disturbance. Talking,
6: the guy talking before, before me about what happened at Attica, you know, <clears throat> to me, to me, the sheriff did nothing to prevent it, nothing to stop it, and then at the end of the day, he goes, "Well, at least nobody got hurt. Let's look at the bright side." And uh, well, he did. Geez, I, Jesus Christ! If, I mean, he's it, lucky. That we're all lucky that it didn't really go south. Things can go south like they did in Attica. Yeah, but but what? How? And then, and then, and then it doesn't. does nobody any good to say, "Oh, I'm sorry."
1: Yeah, but it didn't uh, go south, and, and that could have been yeah, because didn't. of the response. Yeah, it could have been because of the response, though. Um,
6: yeah,
1: right. That's no, why. All right, take care. Yeah, bye. Appreciate the call. 508-996-0500. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, I, I like, like I said, I, I guess we could debate on whether or not the dog should be used or, or, or whatever. But, um, I, I, I don't. I think there's just probably a lot to be said about not escalating a situation to the point where people or dogs. Or anybody gets hurt. I think that's probably the ideal outcome. Uh, what's it matter if it happens at... What's ma- what is, I think, what does it matter if, if it's stopped at, you know, an hour later or two hours later or six hours later? If it happens six hours later, and there's no damage, there's no harm done to officers or inmates or even dogs. I guess if people, people really want the dogs um, to be deployed... <laughs> Uh, or the dogs, then um, I think the latter is the preferred outcome. I mean, you know, it's it's easy to Monday morning quarterback all this stuff, right? Uh, like the like the ice detention, uh, like the ice riot, or the ice disturbance, whatever. I don't know. Picking through language is exhausting. It's probably something I should I should. Pay attention to a little bit more since I, you know, talk on the radio. But um, the ICE detention center incident, you know, there were three people hospitalized. There may not have been another way to do it. You know, that might have just been well. That's the that was the protocol. You know, the way to do to handle this situation, and there were three people hospitalized. It is what it is, right? You had to do that. You had to respond in the way you responded. People, you know. The officers did everything by the book and man, that could have been the case. You saw in this situation, nobody was hospitalized. Um, sort of, I, I, I guess, a little bit different circumstances, but um, I don't know. I, I don't see what function the dogs do other than like some sort of gratification about like people you don't like really, them getting, you know, them sticking it to them. <laughs> I just don't. Um but I mean Sheriff Hodgson, I guess, has you know, he said that the, the, the dog should have been used. I I don't know. I, I'm not versed in that um I'm not well versed in that technical knowledge. So it's tough to say. Five oh eight nine nine six O five hundred, let's take a break.
0: 1420 WBSM is now also on 99.5 FM. you've spent all day hearing about the news now is your chance to react to it pick up your phone and call the professionals call Chris and Marcus now at 508 500 or send a text via app chat on the WBSM app now back to South Coast tonight
1: welcome back let's go to the phones good evening hello
7: if the sheriff did nothing about it, wouldn't it still be going on right now?
1: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I'm a little
7: confused here. Yeah, but you know, this this is talk radio, and you know, none of us are experts. We're all giving our opinion, including myself. My opinion is: I think that the new sheriff did a great job. He showed calm. He showed um, patience and good decision making. He, uh, you know, these guys are locked up. They're not going anywhere. Uh, listen. You know? These guys uh, are all locked inside. They want to tear stuff apart, uh, tear it apart. In the meantime, I'm going to get all the resources I need until I'm sure I have enough guys in turtle suits so that when they go in there, you're not going to stab them with, you know, pieces of glass and metal that you ripped apart or whatever. And they're going to go in there and they're going to take you guys over. And if it takes eight hours, big deal, it takes eight hours. Yeah. Nobody, nobody got hurt. Right. You know, these people with their dogs. Do you know how many dogs get killed in encounters with criminals? These police dogs. Some of them get hurt. Some of them get killed. I, I personally think it's animal cruelty to send an animal in, you know, to a bad situation
1: like that. Myself. That's what I'm saying. I, I I I really think you're putting the dog the dog in harm's way in a situation like it with seventy people. Yeah, of you yeah are. Seventy I it's people? I would have
7: send a dog in yeah.
1: you know where you should be going in. Yeah. You know, I, I would send
7: my dog into a fight. I you agree. Know, I'd get in there and fight myself. But I, I think he I you know, I, I think he showed patience, calm and a good decision making. And I think that's exactly what a person who runs a facility like that be doing. And for the callers who are so upset about their tax dollars being destroyed in this room or whatever, I ask you, what was your concern about your tax dollars when the former sheriff was parading around the country, traveling all the time back and forth, 2,500 miles to the border, you know, sleeping in hotels and chasing the president's coattails around from photo ops? You know, uh, nobody. I didn't hear anybody complain about those dollars
1: being spent. Yeah, I'm not. You know? sh- I'm not entirely sure on the spending behind that, but I, I think that's if the, you know if if county taxpayer dollars were spent on that, I, I think that's a good point to bring up, Johnny. I appreciate the call. I got some uh, other calls in line. I got uh, to get to them. Thank you. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening.
7: Good
8: evening. Hey, how's it going? Good evening, Marcus. What's going on? That's what. That's what I called you for. I want to find out. Uh, how's, how's it going to be going for the rest of the week? Are we got anything planned? Or?
1: Yeah, the mayor's on tomorrow. Oh,
8: you got the mayor on?
1: Yeah, we do. Oh, um, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, it's big. a big, it's a big, big get. Yeah. Real excited. No, um, we, we've got, I'm actually looking forward to talking with Mayor Mitchell. We haven't talked to him in a little bit.
8: Uh, what do you, what do you, what, what kind of questions do you get for him anyway? Um, is he, is he? We'll figure it
1: out. Anything special?
8: Or- <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs>
1: There's always a lot to talk about. Okay, so um, you get
8: the mayor tomorrow night. How about Thursday and Friday? Is uh, McCarthy going to be
1: available? McCarthy or- will be in tomorrow. Oh, he'll be in tomorrow. Okay, McCarthy will also he be, in be in Friday. He'll uh, be in Friday. Uh, I know Friday we have Chris Hendricks. He's going to talk about uh, what's going on up at Beacon Hill. Um, it's budget week, so mm. a lot of stuff to talk about there. Um, Thursday is the meeting on the veto overrides. Oh. That, that mm-hmm. should be interesting. That yeah. should be interesting. So, so, so we're, we'll be having Adam Bass will come on. We'll be we'll be responding. Bassman will be on. He, yeah, he will. He'll be reporting live from the the city council chambers on those on those I ballot heard, questions. I, well that's
8: good. That's good. I, I you know, I, I I've heard him on the radio doing the news like uh, Jim Phillips used to do, and uh, I was glad to hear that Jim Phillips is still going to be doing his uh, townshare Sunday and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you know. That's good
1: as well. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Adams. I think Adams going to do a, a really good job in the uh, in the in the Saturday slot. Um, yeah, yeah, Jim's yeah. great too. Uh, oh yeah, in, yeah. In, in Town Square Sunday is awesome. Old
8: fashioned news, in other words, just the facts, man. A true, a true guy. veteran. Yeah. Let me throw one other thing in. Sure. What do you think today of uh, uh, Old Joe's announcement uh, for the presidency? He, he he didn't do it live. He didn't do it with people around him. Uh, and he, they just vide- videotaped some things together so he would announce for the presidency.
1: It, it, it is what it is. I mean, they're not going to – he's going to be the nominee. They're going to – they're uh, not going to do the D- – uh, they're not going to – the DNC already announced today they're not hosting debates that Joe uh, Biden's going to be the nominee. And then do, we'll see. It's going to be you, probably do, Joe Biden against Trump.
8: Do you really think that's good, a that, uh, 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 refighting of the I old didn't guy. think it was –
1: I didn't uh, think it was good the first time I voted against it. I voted I voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary. It didn't it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, yeah, so yeah, this is yeah. where we're at. Do
8: you think he's going to be primaried at all? Uh,
1: no. Know? No, I I don't see Bobby Kennedy as a real challenger. Uh, and you, if you, if, it, if the DNC is already saying they're not going to host debates, I think that that I think that means you you've got guys like Newsom and all that in the fold that that aren't, aren't going to jump uh, in either. I, I
8: I just think with the two the two candidates, they're too old. We need some young blood like you, Marcus. Yeah. You
1: know, guys guys your Well, ready, I, you I need another Uh, Oh, next year I'm actually eligible. Oh, there you go. Yeah, for the first time. i will be 35 next February. Yeah, we we need some young leadership (laughs) here. You
8: know, uh, uh, to me, these guys are all old, you know. As far as Trump goes, I don't care about, you know, what he paid to Stormy Daniels. Uh, You know, that's between him and his wife as far as I'm concerned. But... Uh, this thing about, can you find me 12,000 votes? Uh, that's, that could be a
1: little, I think that's a more serious in in the the classified documents case as well. I I think if it's Trump versus Biden, Biden wins easily again. Hey, listen, I got to take this break. I appreciate you calling in. Thanks so much. All right. I got one more call on the line. We'll take it after we get back from the break. (laughs) Good evening. You're live. Hello. 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 Hey, what's up?
9: Okay. So thank you so much for taking
1: my call. Um, You know, one of the things... Hello? Hey, call back tomorrow. You've broken up the shows about the... Well, unless... Your phone broke up. I'm sorry. Um, You can call back. I mean, if you can call back now uh, or if you can call back in the next, like, few seconds, I can take you. Or you can give me a call tomorrow. Chris and I will be here tomorrow till 10. Uh, we've got Mayor Mitchell on. Um, and we've got another guest at 8 o'clock. That I just have to confirm with um, before I talk about it. And then uh, we'll, we'll be on till 10. So, um, uh, well, let's see if we can. Good evening.
9: Hello? Hey hi thank you for taking my call i'm sorry about that i had my um bluetooth in and it doesn't always work well no problem um the reason uh you know i'm listening to some of these callers call in uh ragging on sheriff harrow and he's only been in office for four months and the fact that nobody got hurt is really important because that's a bunch of lawsuits that are being avoided um it's true. In, Coming up later, uh, you know, the property damage is, you know, is, is property damage, but lawsuits can go into the millions if somebody were to hurt or killed uh, during that uprising. And yeah. I think that a lot of people aren't really paying attention to that; they just want to rag on the guy because something happened in the jail.
1: Yeah, yeah. So- I mean, honestly, I think a lot of the—I'm not saying he's an elected official, right? So, so that does come with obviously the the you know the the criticisms and all that stuff. But I think a lot.